next guest reached out to me several weeks ago because he had a new film he was releasing and he wanted to talk about it. Brent Garcia is no stranger around town. His parents own Garcia & Company Jewelers here in Farmington. Brent owns Garcia Brothers Marketing Company. He does tons of video work and he's a filmmaker. Brent has a new movie coming out this year with a cast that is super cool. We'll get to that. It was shot entirely in Farmington and will serve to stand as another example of what the Four Corners has to offer filmmakers. We both want to see the industry grow here in the area and Farmington makes a great hub with even better people working to make that happen. Besides Brent being a fun guest with a cool topic, this will be the first truly magnificent beard we've had in the think tank. I mean, look at that thing. <laughs> Even though Brent is a competitor of mine, we're taking this rare opportunity to put the competitive spirit aside, slow down, breathe, and just relax. Just kidding. Brent's about to jump in the truck with a crazy driver so we can get jacked up on coffee and have a few laughs. <laughs> Do you think he'll make it home safe? Come along for the ride in Ken's Think Tank. Ken's Think Tank is made possible by the following sponsors. 505 Motorsports in Farmington is awesome. They sell vehicles of all makes and models, as well as four-wheelers, motorcycles, boats, RVs, and more. They even offer in-house financing and co-signment. If you want your vehicle to shine like a diamond inside and out, it doesn't get any better than Blue Diamond Auto Spa. From a quick and easy wash and go to a full detail, they're the best in Farmington. Give your vehicle a day at the spa. Oh, so we're ready for coffee? You brought coffee. I brought coffee. I'm we can go get coffee. coffee man. I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure if it was like a full-on like comedians and cars getting man, coffee kind of thing. This is a full service. All right. Exactly full well, service. That's all right. We can always go. I can always use more coffee, man. Jerry we're, takes them for breakfast, right? So we're just oh, yeah. yeah. We're just doing coffee. It's like half the show. It's like it's people. It's people trying not to spill coffee all over their shirt. You're involved in several things, aren't you? Yeah. You're. Is it your family? Is it Garcia & Company? Is that... Yes, my, my folks own Garcia & Company Jewelers. Um, and I worked there for nine years. So, look, so I, and I worked with Justin Hunt, actually, when I first moved back right into town. So I went to school for visual effects and motion graphics and, and film stuff. Um, and then I ended up moving back home. My The guy that was heading my parents' design department at the time uh, knew that I had some experience in 3D design and 3D modeling right. and things like that, and they had a CAD program that they were using at the time. So I got brought back to kind of do the custom design department, so I was doing that part-time, and uh, I worked on some stuff with Justin, and I worked some, I did some stuff with Pinion Hills Church. Um, and then when I got engaged to my wife, Kayla, who we've been married for 10 years now, um, <clears throat> She, oh, almost longer than that. Anyway, so <laughs> when we got engaged, I was like, all right, I should get like a real job and quit doing piecework and quit doing commission stuff because that is, you know, it's hard. Right. It's hard, right? Like, it's hard when you're working yeah. from gig to gig. and It is. And yeah. so um, so I went full-time in my parents' store, and I was the sales manager there for a long time. And um, a couple of years ago, I, I really... I kind of I did all the video production stuff and all the creative stuff I did on the side. I had a watch review channel on YouTube that yeah. got 
uh, pretty big, and then I had I did some other stuff. I did some stuff with the store, and man, it just was really. I've I've always wanted to be a filmmaker. I've always wanted to to be in this space, and it just really started pulling at me. And so I talked to my parents. I'm like, hey, listen, I I feel like I got to do this. I got to start my own business, and uh, and they're awesome. They're super supportive, and so a couple of years ago. I started doing nonprofit work. I started just doing anything that I could to build up, to rebuild my portfolio and, and become right. proficient in the space I wanted to be in before I started right. like really charging people for, you know, for, <laughs> right. for work. And so, uh, so that's kind of how it all started. I, I quit, I quit the store in 2015, something along those lines. Okay. So I, I've been independent for, for a couple of years now. And then recently, with with our most recent film production, we started a I, basically I, I launched a production company division of my of my company. Nice. So I have Garcia Brothers Marketing, which does web design and social media and commercial work and things like that. And then I have a company called Two Four One Four Productions, which is strictly film and television. You? <laughs> we getting coffee everywhere? No, almost. I was like, I was like, I'm a lit. <laughs> So, so yeah, beard, the beard I, catches most of it. So <laughs> <laughs> I forgot to tell you, this has all been a trap since you're kind of a, in a way, in certain areas, you're you're a competitor to me. Sure. Um, so I'm just going to drive you out to the Bistai and it just, will just drop yeah, you off. Yeah, cool. Yeah, that sounds good. But, <laughs> that's what I do with all my competitors. Yeah, it's good. It's, it's, <laughs> no. You got to go pretty far, right? Like, <laughs> I know with cell phones With cell phone nowadays, service, like, you really got to go, right. really get me out there. <laughs> I don't know if you're gonna have enough film. That's why I still have competitors. <laughs> they all keep making it back on. <laughs> so, um, so how did you kind of come into filmmaking? Then is this your first film? So, yeah. So I, I mean, really, I started filmmaking when I was a kid. Um, my parents had one of those big. Like VHS, yeah, and we would do like in camera, and like we do blood, and we did horror, little <laughs> horror films, and we did stop nice. motion with using one of those VHS did cameras. You really? and, oh yeah, dude. And so, I mean, really, that's I've always been interested in it, and I I do I draw, so I I do art, and I've always done illustration, and so I've always been in that space. Um, and then, like I said, I at some point I bought into the. I bought into the, the 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 dream, right? Like, the, oh, you got to get a real job and have a nice house and all this <laughs> right. crap. And, right. and I bought into that and yeah. I followed we all that. Do. We do. Yeah. I followed that path for a while and then, you know, really it got to a point where I'm like, it's just not worth it, man. Like, right. I want to be doing something that I love. Yeah. And honestly, I, I'll tell you the truth. The, the honest truth is I have a four-year-old son and right before he was born... I sat down with my wife and I was like, hey, look, I love the store. I love my folks. I can't do it anymore. Right. I don't love it. I don't love being there. I, I have other things that I, that I really yeah. want to do. Yeah. And how can I look my son in the eye 10 years from now right. and tell him you can do whatever you want you and can be whatever you want right. and be miserable in my job? Right. I was like, I just can't do it. And so really that was kind of the, the, the breaking point for me to get back into what, what I've always wanted to do. Yeah. And so, um, so during that transition period, I did a bunch of commercial work and I did, uh, some, um, just kind of random projects. And then two years ago, 
I produced a short film with another local guy, Luke Hawthorne. Okay. Um, he went to NMSU for film, and he had some connections down in Las Cruces. And uh, he wrote this short screenplay. He, he brought it to me and was like, hey, dude, I think we could get this made in, like, a couple days. Won't cost us anything. <laughs> like, it'll be easy peasy. And let's just shoot it just so that we're, like, staying sharp and making stuff, right? Right. So we did Agnostic, which which is a faith-based film that Luke uh, wrote and directed, and I, I produced it with him. And um, that one went into the film festival circuit, and then we worked on... I worked on another one called Balloon that was a short horror film. Um, <clears throat> and then my, my brother's actually a really fantastic writer. He has his master's in really? screenwriting. So I called him up, and I was like, hey, man, write me a bunch of short horror films. We're going to make a bunch of them. <laughs> and we did kind of... Me and... a guy named Caleb Kane and uh, another filmmaker named Orion Kaminke. Um, I did one and then they each did one. We did a kind of an ex- exhibition with uh, um, one of the guys from Jake's Tattoo. He did an art expo, Halloween art expo downtown right. last year. Right. So one of the installments was our, our series of three short horror oh, films. Nice. And so we did a bunch of shorts. We did Agnostic, which is, has done really well. Um, we've branched out. We've, I've been doing a lot of music videos. Are you really? Yeah. So I did. <laughs> I did. Awesome. So I'm, I'm working on one. There's a band in town called Cinematica, and they're fantastic. If you haven't heard them, check them out. Okay. And it's all instrumental, like kind of like groove rock. It's awesome. So and they're do. They actually they're letting me use a song for my film. So I'm doing a music video for them, nice. and it's gorgeous. I can't wait to show people. Um, and then I did one, um, I worked with Warner Brothers, I did a behind the scenes video for um, BB Rexa, so her her new song that she did with Florida Georgia Line meant to be, right? which is kind of like a gigantic song, I totally <laughs> lucked out on yeah. that gig, but I did the behind the scenes making of music video for them, Nice. so I got to work on that. So we've been doing a lot of that stuff, and really we, we kind of just were like, okay, we're we're doing all this work and it's very cool and some of it pays and some of it doesn't but we're making stuff and it's right. fun and um, so I was I approached my brother and, and enter in Suzanne Fortner I don't know so yeah. she's Jack and Terry Fortner's daughter right she is an actress in Albuquerque so I talked to her I didn't she, know that she worked on a couple of short projects with us we had some overlap and course our our families have been friends for a long time and so I had a meeting with her and and she was like hey I have an idea for a film so her and I and my brother sat down and we we heard her concept and Alec and I went back and we're like it's a great idea I think it it'll resonate with people I love the content um let's make it and it was the same thing so we're like well let's just do it for as cheap as humanly possible <laughs> in the least amount of days and it'll be great, right? right. And so um, what ended up happening is we the script got finished and everybody just loved it. So I get to, to Suzanne, I'm like, hey, listen, I really think that we have a shot of getting a broader audience for this. And I think we should try and raise some money and go as big as we can with this. I'd like to raise, you know, $100,000 or, or somewhere in that sure. to make this movie. And um, 
she was a little apprehensive. She's like, I don't know, that's a lot of money. And, and so um, we, we went out and uh, we had a contact with Stephen Michael Quesada, who is in Breaking Bad. And That's if, right. If I you watch Breaking Bad, familiar. so he he played uh, Gomez, uh, the DEA agent, right, alongside um, Agent Hank Schrader, right, the Hank right. Schrader character. So we he's from Albuquerque. He's a county commissioner down there. He's a big fan of of local film and local production. So um, he he'd given a a talk in one of Suzanne's classes so she'd met him before yeah and so I was like hey why don't you just try reaching out to him and just see what he says yeah right what's the worst that can happen he'll say no he's not interested so she arranges a meeting with him sits down kind of tells him who we are and what we're doing and um, gives him a script and she's like hey just read it at least let us know what you think if you're not interested maybe you'll know some some actors that, that would be, but we'd really like for you to play the the dad character in this film. Right. So about a week later, he reads it. He's like, I love it. What do we got to do? Nice. I, I'm in. I, I, I will help you guys. And we're like, okay, here's what we can afford to pay you. And then we had to go out and get the money. Um, <laughs> it was basically <laughs> how it happened. Um, and so, so once we got him on board... Um, one of the actors that was in Agnostic that has been doing well on the festival circuit is a friend of ours. His name is Eric Martinez. He's a writer and a director and a producer. He's done. He's got a huge career in Albuquerque. He's been doing stuff forever, um, and he's filmed up here with us before. So we reached out to Eric, and we're like, "Hey, man, we would also like your you to be in this film. We have another name. We were in negotiations with him at the time. We're like, we have we have another name." And we, we would like for you to, to jump on board. And we know you've got some some friends in the industry that are big names. And we would like for you to see if you could bring another another name on. Because that's only right. going to help us, you know, when it comes time to, to sell and promote the film and, and things like that. So um, he, while we were sitting there meeting with him, he made a phone call to Quentin Aaron, who played Big Mike in The Blind Side opposite Sandra Bullock and um, and we sent him the script we ended up rewriting some of the script to accommodate because we, we wanted a bigger part for Eric we didn't really have anything for him at the time Okay. so we wrote a, a new part in for him that is actually one of my favorite moments in the movie and then we rewrote this friend character of the love interest right so he's the, the friend of the love interest and he kind of provides some comedic relief and some 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 of that to the movie and he's very funny he's a very funny guy everybody I mean and everybody that worked on the film was fantastic but so anyway we call Quentin and we're like hey dude we don't have a ton of money but we'll fly you down here we'll pay you something you you want to <laughs> do you want to be in an indie film and he was like yeah sure if, if Eric likes it I like the script um yeah let's do it so we flew everybody down here and we got the film shot for uh just over $40,000 was our total budget, which is like, for a movie is... It really low. Oh, that's so low. Yeah. That's so low. And I mean, a lot of us didn't get paid. And, a, right. you know, like we basically paid SAG fees and actors and, and really food, right? Food gets expensive for, <laughs> yeah. for yeah. 30 people three times a day. Right. Um, 
and that was it. And so we, we got it made, and now it's in post-production. We're almost done with it, and we hope that it's going to get picked up and sold, and that way we can start making the next one. So so what is this one called? It's called Aurora's Law, okay. and it's about a, a girl named Aurora. Um, and really, it, it's a story about it's a story about family, and it's a story about mental health and codependency, and really how it affects the entire family. Were all of the locations in Farmington? Yeah, so that was fun. Um, originally, we were going to do half here, half Albuquerque. Okay. All right. We we're actually no, it wasn't even half. We were going to do. We brought Quinn here. We were going to do. We had three rivers. We did. Uh, some stuff at the college. We did some stuff at the San Juan Country Club because we had a wedding scene. Okay. We used a church here. So the thought was we had Quentin Aaron for three or four days. We were going to do all of his stuff here because it was easy. We could knock it out. Right. And then uh, Stephen Michael Quesada came up for a day because we needed him in the wedding scene. We needed him for a couple other like overlaps. And then once we were done with Quentin and Eric... We were going to go back down to Albuquerque. We were going to do everything in Albuquerque. Okay. However, one of the locations fell through, right? And it was our one of our biggest primary locations. And then we had a couple other hiccups with scheduling and some other things that were going to happen down while we were down in Albuquerque. So literally last minute, the day before we, we actually started rolling cameras... I was like, let's just move it all. We'll just do as much as we can here, because I know every, you know I know people here. We have support here. Uh, people were unbelievably receptive to like letting us use oh, locations yeah, yeah. and um, and so food. We I mean we got some food donated, which we wouldn't have been able to afford it if if we hadn't <laughs> had if we if people hadn't stepped up and really leaned in to help us make it. I mean, really, so, the whole community made it possible. <laughs> It's hard to keep the actors happy when you're like, all right, everybody's getting ramen. Yeah. Yeah. No. It's, it, it, okay. So here's what I will say. Ramen and hot dogs. Ramen and hot dogs. I hope you guys are super hungry. <laughs> Easy Mac all around. Spared no expense for you guys. So I will tell you, though. So Quentin came over to my house where I was printing some, some dailies out for him for the next day for so he could learn his lines and go over stuff. And... So he came over to the house, and I was just asking him, I was like, you know, how, how is shooting in Farmington? Like, how's your, how's your experience been? I know this is a small town. And he's like, I, he's like, I've shot in small towns before. It's, yeah. You know, it's, it, this, is how, it's, this is how the film business works. He's like, but I will tell you, I've been fed better. The food has been the best <laughs> here of any, yeah. of any location shoot I've ever done. You guys, like... You guys don't play with the food. <laughs> so, you know, I, like I had like my in-laws were making like enchiladas. Oh, it was nice. like homemade Mexican food. And <laughs> Sam Gonzalez at Los Hermanitos uh, yeah. gave, gave us dinner one night. And um, Chef Bernie's uh, hooked us up with dinner oh, one night. Dude. And so... I mean, really, we had we had a, an unbelievable amount of support for for the. Wait, otherwise, we wouldn't have been able to feed everybody. Wait, those are been your like, options for food. I mean, you are rocking it, man. right? I yeah, mean, exactly. Got uh, homemade homemade Mexican. We got the, the Mexican <laughs> restaurants in town hooking us up. Yes. How, um, what do you see? Where do you see Farmington going with with filmmaking? You know, um, we. I mean, we've got some some Hollywood things that have happened here. Sure. 
probably yes, we've won't had, be the last. We've had Transformers, yeah. we've had Beyond the Reach, we've had Lone Ranger, we've we, you know we've had some big budget projects come in. Uh, a friend of ours, Eric Hunter, did a, a film here a while back. Luke Hawthorne actually worked on this oh, film as well, right. yeah. uh, called In the Middle of the River, and that one had a I want to I, I don't know exactly. I think it was like a million or a million and a half dollar budget. Right. So I mean we have we have stuff that's kind of trickling in. So, and I mean, and I've had some discussions with um, the county and, and the city and Mike Bullock at the Downtown Association, right. and really, I, I'd like to see a small studio space get built in Farmington. Um, that was going to be my next question, is, yeah. is what do we need? What do we still need? So, we need, really, we need some, some infrastructure. Uh, transportation would be great. If we can't solve the transportation issue, I, I think we need to incentivize film, even sure. if it's a tax break from the county or from the city or something along those lines to to get more people in. Um, we need to be able to house people. So whether that's right. rental houses or hotels, we need as much of that as we can that get. That is a big problem here. It's a here. big problem here. Yeah. Uh, transportation, once they're here, we need to be able to have access to vans and grip trucks and things like that right we need a space that um people can uh base camp out of okay so we need some office spaces we need some kind of a studio space whether it's a green screen studio or a big warehouse where we can build small sets i don't think we need anything insane right now we need enough that we that people can use it right um both independent local filmmakers and larger productions that are coming in um, and, and really, and then we need some equipment here that, so that they don't have to bring all their own stuff. We need to be able to offer enough equipment at a competitive price that we can be using that as a, as a cash generator as well. So, and I think we're, I think we're heading in the right direction. I, Luke is doing a great job. I, I think, I think once we get a couple larger independent projects here that generate some income, I think having a little bit of proof of concept for that will help. Right. But, you know, like with Michael Douglas and Beyond the Reach, that was a $7 million production, and yeah. a lot of that got spent here on yeah. hotel and food and transportation yeah. and crew. And, and when we look at it from the bigger standpoint is, you know, gosh, if we could get five more of those a year and a, and a TV show. Yeah. That's a couple hundred million dollars coming into our area. TV show's ongoing. TV so, show's yeah. ongoing, right? Yeah. And so... Um, and it'll, you know, it'll help put us on the map for something besides oil, oil and gas. Right. I mean, we, yeah. It's just, it's different. These days are different. It's they been, are. It's been ongoing for a long time. Yeah. And it's, and I mean, we need to get some other industry here and the, and New Mexico already has the structure set up for film. We just need to capitalize on it. Right. Is, is how yeah, I there's kind it. of a parent structure already. So yeah, we just move. There's uh, there's statewide know. support. Yeah. There's I mean move under that umbrella. And, yep. and start building. Exactly. Start building it. So exactly. You know, some eyeballs have been raised already with with our locations and yep. our kind of things, and and that's why some of those films have been made. And uh, well, besides all the independent films, yeah. you know, I mean, because you're not the only. There's several filmmakers. Oh yeah. So, there's a um, lot of us in town yeah, that are so doing stuff. There's a lot of activity in the industry yep. here locally. Just let's grow it and, yep. and make it more of a thing. Yep. So, yeah, yeah. So that's kind of what yeah. we're working on next. So we have nice. a documentary that we're working on. We have two other film projects that are kind of in the works that we want to shoot here. Right. Um, and then we're going to start shooting some... Um, 
we have two pilots for TV shows that we're going to pitch okay. in January. And we're going to start production on those in October. Nice. So really, I'm shifting as much as I can. So I'll probably end up sending people your way. <laughs> I'm shifting as much as I can out of my marketing basket. Right. And I'm really focusing on developing film and, and television for the area. That's, nice. that's really my That's really my dream for the Because I don't want to move. I don't no. want to move to Atlanta, and I don't want to no. live in Albuquerque, no. I, honestly. Yeah. And I'm, there's no way I'm moving my family to L.A. No. <laughs> there's just, it's not going to happen. So, um, Yeah, this is a great place to raise a family. Yeah, it, just is. it is. And so, so yeah. yeah, we're going to try and keep as much of that work here as we can. That's awesome. So, so when's the movie come out? So the movie's coming out in October. Okay. Um, we're almost done. So we have a rough cut of the film. Right now we're working on sound and soundtrack and um, polishing up the edit. Yeah. But we're we're very very close. Um, so I'm hoping I'm hoping to do a premiere. I'll be in Las Cruces in October for for a film festival. Um, my editor is, is based out of Las Cruces. Okay. And so hopefully I, I I'm going to try and do a screening, kind of a private screening in Las Cruces. Right. And then if we like it, I'm going to do one here and in Albuquerque. Okay. And I'm hoping for late October. Okay. To do a screening. And then hopefully after that we get it sold and you can see it on Netflix or yeah. HBO or whatever. Yeah, yeah so, exactly. <laughs> that's, and that's the goal. We're, we're going to try and get it out um, national distribution as quickly as possible. Nice. So that would be nice. I hope it works, man. Oh. Well, thank you. Yeah, I hope so, too. And I will look for, I'll look for a, a, a screening here. Yeah. Well, right on, man. Right on. Thank you Thanks so much. Thanks, Thanks for the coffee. Yeah, absolutely. And the chat. And, and bring in your own cup. Well, the only I, other person I, I had Joe on, Joe Lloyd. Oh, and, and he bought, he tricked me and bought my coffee. Because it's his coffee. It's his deal, right? It's kind of what he does. I, I was like all excited about, oh. Awesome. I wanted to buy the Oh, you should have taken it to Starbucks. You should be like, you should be a joke. Let me show you what a real cup of coffee tastes like. He would have loved that. We know people. Like, I know we like shoestrings. Ken's Think Tank is a web series talk show recorded in video format and converted to audio for this podcast. Find all video and audio episodes at kensthinktank.com. I know who you are. I know what you want. If you're looking for print and radio ads, I can tell you that's not what I do. But I do have a particular set of skills. Skills I have acquired over a very long career. Skills that make me a godsend for business owners like you. If you hire Ken Collins Marketing to build your website, people who look for you online will be able to find you. But if you don't, they will look for you. They won't find you. And you'll go out of business. KenCollinsMarketing.com